Nice Guys Finish Lost, the podcast. We're at episode 15. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> um, episode 15 of Lost Season 1, Homecoming. Just first want to start off with errors and amendments for last week's episode. Oh, you're, already, you're embarrassed. Um, yeah, Tamara Taylor, <laughs> Walt's mum was not in Men in Black 2. Nope, that was Rosario. Men in, or Men in Black 3, Munner. That was Rosario Dawson. Yeah, so shout out to her. But also, um, yeah, she was in, she's Bones's boss. Have you ever seen Bones? No. But apologies. <laughs> but yeah, apologies. <laughs> anyway, we've got a special guest with us here today for episode 15. My dad, Ken. <laughs> Hello, hello, team. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we, well, I just want to get started straight. So, Manu, do you want to explain? No, about what Ken knows about this show. Oh, nothing. Is that right, Ken? Yeah, absolutely nothing, Manu. I've listened to you guys up to episode seven, and I think we've come in here episode what fifteen. So, so yeah, wait, wait. you haven't watched up to episode 7. You've no, listened I've listened to, to you guys up to episode 7, so my knowledge of Lost is from extensive. This, well, extensive from this particular podcast, so I think that's pretty extensive. Yeah, but also, Ken, you're our biggest fan. I am. Easily. I am your biggest fan. I've flown in, especially <laughs> We've listened to, to seven episodes. <coughs> he's here for one night only. studio and, audience. <laughs> okay, he is literally in Melbourne for one night only, and he's elected to watch Lost and record a podcast about it with us. So You're a dedicated father so as well as our biggest very fan. Very observant. Thank you. Um, so, okay, I'll start off. So anyway, uh, the point is he's not a lost expert, so don't expect any outstanding analysis. That is a good point, Tom. That's a very good point to get straight off the and, bat. And, yeah, he is somewhat out of context. So I don't know if anyone's ever tried to watch a TV, sh- t- TV show with someone who hasn't watched any of it ever before, have come in halfway through a season. That's fine. But then to also ask them to analyse it and then talk about it for an hour or so afterwards... It was difficult. The whole the whole episode probably was, more difficult to, for you because I had to keep asking who these <laughs> the people. The whole were. episode. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> who's that? So we're going to call the episode Ken out of context. But we have established that Richie Benno is not in this. <laughs> Richie Benno is not in the room, or in the or in the show. But yeah. Um. Anyway, so homecoming. Do you want the synopsis from the internet, Ken? Uh, no, I'll leave the synopsis to you, actually, Tom. <laughs> oh, no, I was asking if you wanted to hear it. <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. I thought <laughs> you wanted to give it. it. Right, Wait, no, actually, it's a better idea. Can you give your synopsis <laughs> first? I don't want to give away anything. Well, there's an eclectic bunch of people. But just, no, just the synopsis of this episode. <laughs> oh, the episode. Well, okay. <laughs> what would well, you write if it was on the IMDb page? I, I would say that um, the team is challenged by a uh, bit of a hard-ass out of the bush who's obviously had some uh, history with the, with the group. And uh, they have to go and uh, take him out, basically. Oh, very good. Okay. Very Succinct. Good. I like it. Anyway, this is from the IMDb uh, reviews section. Can't remember who the contributor here was. It's probably uh, what? who are regular contributors. <laughs> was it like Tracy or something? Anonymous. Not, uh, yep. <laughs> anyway, after the missing Claire returns with no recollection of what has happened since before the doomed flight of Oceanic 815, Jack and Locke formulate a plan of defence against her kidnapper, the mysterious Ethan Rom, who threatens to kill off the survivors unless Claire is returned to him. Meanwhile, the disappointment Charlie feels when Claire does not remember him triggers recollections of Lucy, a woman he had let down in the past, back in England, where Charlie ruined their their engagement. What? So he could steal money from her to fuel his escalating, escalating heroin addiction. Oh, written by Anonymous. There you go, right there. 
But also, I should read these before I read them out. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I was that, shocked when it said their engagement. That, I, it didn't, didn't mention that at all. Anonymous. Sorry, was that, was that Charlie and Lucy engaged? Apparently. Did you I miss that as well? pick that up. I don't think that happened. We, were, we did spend a lot of this episode explaining to Ken <laughs> who the characters were, so yeah. it's possible we just missed it. Yeah, okay. um, so, Ken, you left out the whole portion of Charlie's backstory from yeah. the synopsis. Is it just me, or is, is was there a backstory within a backstory? Like, there were two backstories? Can you or? explain? Well, I thought we were in a Charlie backstory, and then there was a backstory to that one. Oh, I might have been reading... I'm probably reading too much into this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where was the backstory I thought there was a backstory. double backstory in the back... No, never mind. The, <laughs> the one backstory was clearly... Uh, driveshaft was in disarray. Hey, Driveshaft. Yeah, some good oh, Driveshaft. I, I see. I think uh, they were just cutting between... Yeah, uh, working out that drive shaft was going down the tubes, and uh, Charlie meeting oh, yeah. Lucy. Oh, you Charlie mean... needing a job, so he got a job selling yeah, yeah. photocopies. You mean there was some context that you would have appreciated uh, before yeah, exactly. this episode? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah, he got some good advice helpful. from Lucy's dad, whose band was, oh, yeah. it was called the Protestant Reformation. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, can I just say my quote of the episode was Lucy's dad as well. At the dinner party, I think we all probably wrote this down. Oh, I, yeah. He's having dinner with Charlie and Lucy, and they cut, it's just a cut to the scene with them at dinner. And he says, "Well, I think we can all agree that you're the most amazing, the most interesting guest we've ever had for dinner." <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or the most what did he say? The most amazing. The, the, guest. the most interesting person we've ever had for dinner. The most amazing person, Charlie. <laughs> and there he was with with the present from Winston Churchill. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Barring Winston. But it sounded non-ironic as well. Yeah. And Charlie's like, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> also, if drive shaft has broken up, can he take that effing ring off? <laughs> Did you notice, Ken? Okay, he, I'm throwing the segments out the window. No, already, no, 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 no. In he, terms he, of fashion report, he was still wearing his drive shaft ring. Did you notice? Oh, is that his drive shaft ring? I noticed the ring. It looked like something he's still wearing from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. can we just give up the real painful... Oasis analogies. It's yeah, so, so did you? Oh, you mean they're making those, or you are? Yeah. So his no, backstory. Are. Oh, they are. Charlie's backstory within a backstory is that he was in a band called Drive Shaft. Yeah, got that. And that was. Did you notice that when they were at the bar trying to pick up Lucy, his friend put a song on the jukebox called "It yes. Was Drive Shaft." Yep. It was you all, everybody. It was like Brit pop, and I wrote down it is because I hadn't heard much past the chorus. But the verse or the bridge or whatever of that song is almost a complete rip-off of Rock and Roll Star by Oasis. And also, yeah, do you notice he talks about his brother, Liam? Ah, okay. Yeah. Clever. Didn't pick that, you see. Very clever. <laughs> I didn't pick that. <laughs> they didn't even bother to change the name. <laughs> but I was right, though. You just picked up the double backstory within the backstory. He's, so the, yeah. He's the best, Tom. He loves it. <laughs> that's why he earns okay. the big bucks. So, but he did announce at that said dinner party, he said, drive shaft may be dead. Charlie said that. Yeah, yeah. So he so much like Oasis. So he was wallowing in the end of Drive Shaft. Yeah. So I guess that backstory was after the previous Charlie backstory because previously we saw him in the heyday of Drive Shaft. Ah, okay. When right. they were in the throes of success, and Charlie was more uh, on the gear. But he what was are you run- talking about? He, he was, was running out, and the, his little mate was okay. His so little sweetie mate wasn't so in the head of the- he so he was on on the gear on the he's a heroin addict. Oh, okay. So that's why he threw up in the spoiler alert. Oh, is that why he was all sweating? That's why he was sweating. Yeah, he's that's why he was oh, see, I just thought he didn't know how to work the photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a bit ner- he said he was nervous. Didn't he? he did seem also nervous, yeah. 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 But he also, uh, that's why he stole 
Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill saves money cigarette to pay case, for more heroin. Yeah. Which still smelt of vomit in the hospital. Well, if he's got yeah, a song probably. on the jukebox, he should like, still have enough money. money yeah. Yeah. I don't think Noel Gallagher's out there stealing, stealing cigarette boxes. Or working at a photocopier shop. Although he might be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's libel. Um, so any other important notes? Manu will go with you first. Important um, notes. So we maybe we should. This is, in a seg- this is a new segment called Important Notes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not written on my script. <laughs> so okay, okay, I'll I'll just wing this one. Yep. So maybe we should flesh out a bit more about the A story of the episode, the island story. The yep. island yeah, 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 story. yeah, the main story. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Ethan turns up and demands that uh, having bested Charlie physically, as Luck puts it, um, that to bested Jack physically. No, no, Charlie. No, he says he bested you physically to Jack. And Jack goes, oh, don't bring that up. <laughs> anyway, he demands that uh, Charlie bring him clear. Yeah. Um, he had a time frame, didn't he? He said yeah, by yeah. such and such. By sunset. And if you don't, every day I'll kill one of your Did you survivors. notice? Yeah, he, this was when he, he was holding Charlie up. He lifted him off the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's he's unusually strong. strong, isn't he? And anyway, he was like, I'll kill one at a time. And then he's like... And I'll kill you last, Charlie. And you could see Charlie go, oh, phew, he's going to kill me last. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so he um, kills one of the survivors during the night. So we see them all setting up uh, to like a perimeter to um, with traps so that they'll hear track, someone. Sending also, Claire out as the bait. Yeah, and then sending the pregnant woman out yeah, as the bait. Yeah, as the right. bait on a rainy Horrible. night. Horrible. Yeah. But, Charlie wasn't happy about that. Yeah. So it, Charlie and Claire have a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. But obviously. can we go into this? This is this is something really important. First of all, back on, when Claire came back, Charlie gave her back her diary. If oh, I yeah. was her, I'd been like, what are you doing with this? <laughs> Where have you got? Yeah, was, oh, because she'd lost her memory. I didn't know who they yeah, were. Yeah, and yeah. last episode, we talked about how Charlie rounded up her, all her things to keep them safe, but then read through her diary like a mm. creep. And we also found out that in her diary, she says something like, I'm really starting to like Charlie. Do you reckon he was like, it is page 43. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is marked down. <laughs> um, and also, my main point on this was... Um, We've talked several episodes, Ken. You might not have been up to date with the podcast not, on this. But, but I'll pick it up. But um, we talked about how Charlie asked Claire if they could be friends, and she straight up said no. Oh. Like, right. wasn't it? That was the, she the was case, just right? Like, no, she was like, so. no, I don't think so. And then now that she's got no memory, oh, yeah. she, she says to him, were we friends? And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, So sweet. he's just totally yeah. taking advantage of the situation. Okay, well, fair enough. So I guess now they're friends. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's tricked her into being He's tricked her into... Um, so then they formulate a plan to arm four of their uh, members with the guns that they've got left over from the case from the marshal. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry man, can I just interrupt you? Yeah, there? of course. Um, not knowing the previous episodes, I had a note. Or Where anything. did all these guns come from? Yeah, that's a good note. Where did they come from? So uh, they were all like, no, pristine, clean and clear, and they were still in their boxes. And so in um, a, episode in number, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Kate's episode. Oh, so it wasn't a surprise that these guns were there. No. Oh, that was at the bottom there. of the lake, wasn't yeah. it? Inexplicably, they'd supply, survived the plane crash, and Kate had found them at the bottom of a lake so if they, that oh. she jumped into. And then... They couldn't find the key or something. <laughs> this but was like I'll... two episodes ago. I can't remember what <laughs> okay. happened. And yeah, they had 
in uh, was it? It's a long story. So, but where did they come from? Why were they? I think they were owned by the. There was an air marshal on board. Okay, they oh, no, had no, arrested no, Kate. Yeah, the, well, that's one thing. <laughs> But no, I just wondered when Moving they were on. saying that they had all these guns. Like, like, and yeah, no, there was point. an air marshal on board and he wasn't allowed to take them on the plane, so he had to check them in. Uh, but he was still allowed one gun on the plane or something? Yeah, something. Remember when they were outraged? Yeah, he just Kate was like, yeah, he wasn't Locke even was pretty handy with the gun. Has Locke got some history? Is it a backstory? Well, oddly, Ben, and this doesn't make sense, but I'd, uh, before... Hey, oh, sorry, is that a silly question? He was no, very, no, no, no. That no, was no. a good question. He was Locke very would, handy with the gun. Locke would very like you to think that he is handy with a gun. But we know before the plane crash... He uh, was in a wheelchair and has only gained the power of walking since the crash. And he and he has said to people on the island, yeah, I worked at a box factory. And no one believes him. Everyone goes, oh, yeah, a oh, box factory. Yeah, yeah. And then right. so this episode, when Jack gave him the gun, he said, I'm guessing you know how to handle one of these? <laughs> yeah. And Locke goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big time. time. Big time, mate. <laughs> Stay out of the way if anything happens. That same scene, Locke. So Locke. But I thought we, he was we very know, confident. He we know that. from the backstory, Locke has literally worked at a box factory. Is that okay, right. Okay, that answers that. Right, carry on with the synopsis. So then they... Are we still doing the synopsis? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 13 minutes in. So then they give out the guns, and they give one to John Locke. Have they not been listening? He's our reigning psycho of the week. Yeah. Ken. Oh, is he? <laughs> well, Ken, who Oh, he you? was my hero. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, who did... Even who did Jack said, you obviously have plans. You know yeah. the answers. So they, they just defer oh, to him because they don't know that he's like been drugging them. Uh, oh, I didn't realise. Psychologically oh, okay. manipulating yeah. them. Okay, but in all fairness, who else were they going to give guns to considering they gave one to Charlie? <laughs> True. <laughs> Why did they give Charlie a gun? Well, yeah. Well, I, I used it, didn't it? Is that, yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get to that. But oh, right. I would have given Hurley a gun before I gave Charlie yeah. a gun. He's an oh. emotional wreck. And yeah. a recovering drug addict. <laughs> True. And did, didn't Sawyer say, no thanks, basically I've got my own? He pulled yeah. in his own yeah, gun yeah, out yeah, yeah. So where did, he, did we know he had one of those? Yeah, he took his from the marshal because oh, the marshal okay. had one on him, but he also had checked Ooh. in his suitcase. I'd forgotten though, so I feel like now that, now that we know Sawyer's got one, he's then going to shoot someone in the next two weeks. I know yeah. we're going to get predictions. Yeah, because yeah, he's keen to use it. But you know who they should have? <laughs> <Was he? laughs> you know who they should have? Yeah, no, he did seem keen to use yeah, it. He, did seem, he seemed pretty pleased when they, well, the guns are out, right. Yeah. yeah, here's one I happen to have prepared earlier. So he, he yeah, loves it. wait till you get to Sawyer's episode. It's a, it's a good one. But also, uh, you know who I would have given it to first? Said. He had one. I know, but before they gave it to Charlie and Locke before they. Gave oh really? It. <laughs> and also, is it of the Republican Guard? So if they gave one to Charlie, why wasn't he involved in that group talk when they were like? We're gonna like we're gonna surround them and then we're gonna like slow yeah because you know there was a shot of them yeah. all talking about how they're gonna carry all, it out all and the, Charlie was all the men <laughs> and Charlie was off like off to the side just looking real yeah. surly and leaning against the tree pra- practicing shooting people I, so I was like oh he's not gonna be involved in this that's probably, a good call because he's emotionally in, like involved. checking the f- checking the photocopier probably <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe that's why he then as Ken already hinted out so sorry you got you've already covered psycho did you say your psycho was is Locke still the is he the resident psycho? Well, he's been psycho of the week for several weeks in a row now. Ninety so percent of the time. What, who is your psycho? Well, I had Ethan. Coming in with fresh eyes. I had Ethan, but that's too obvious. Is that well, just, no, that's a fair call. Is that just too obvious? <laughs> no, no, probably we should have had Ethan. Yeah, we probably <laughs> we have overlooked that. He is clearly a massive psycho. Um, uh, who did you have for psycho of the week, Manu? You weren't even going to say Ethan again, were you? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Ethan written down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, there we are. I'll, on the same page, man. It takes, it takes a pair of fresh eyes to. Probably Charlie. 
because he kills Ethan. Yeah, he. Yeah, he yeah. Blind I've got that yeah. at the end. Brackets, Charlie. And chundering on the photocopier wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> so um. <sure. clears throat> so anyway, then. Uh, sorry, on Psycho. Sorry, can I just? Yeah, go. I thought Jack sort of overdid that. You know, when he when clearly Ethan they cornered him and clearly Ethan was down, mm. and Jack just laid into him, mm. like. But yeah. Uh, Do you want a little bit of backstory, though? Okay. Ethan did kidnap Claire, the pregnant one, and also Charlie. And then when they said, we're not going to stop chasing us, he hung Charlie up by a tree to die. Jack. uh, Ethan Ethan did. did. So they were all pretty pissed off at Ethan. Yeah, well, Jack's... No, but I think the main driver for that was that last time Ethan bested Jack physically. Yeah. So I thought there must have been a bit of history between those. Yeah, they got in a fist fight about two weeks ago and... And also it looks like cool uh, if you're shooting a movie and someone punches somebody and it's raining real hard. <laughs> yeah. I reckon that was the main driving factor. Yeah, there's a little bit of a nighttime, daytime, rainy, uh, not rainy time lapses going on. In this, yeah, now in this that you've brought that up. So Ethan says, if you don't deliver me one, uh, don't deliver me clear, every day at sunset I'm going to kill somebody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Then Charlie, Jack, Said and Locke are having a, discussing the plan. Uh to uh, corner him and then essentially just be waiting for him and shoot him. At night time, cut to the next day, no one's died. And <laughs> they go out to Sawyer on the beach in the morning and, and get, get, him, yeah, yeah. get him on the plan. Or did you, someone die and we just don't care? No, or do you, well, did you notice that as well, Ken? Did you hear what we were just saying? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I'm just trying <laughs> to work moved, out what part that was. Ken moved a good metre and a half closer because he couldn't <laughs> no, no, hear no, so not even wearing headphones. Um... Yeah, so the they, next... were, they were discussing about how they were going to get Ethan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was supposed to be coming that night, and it was really dark, and then the next shot was during the day. But I think it was just really dark in the in the jungle. No. Time. I just thought that was normal. That's what that seems to be doing all the time. What, just time Not making like, sense. Jumping time. No, no, yeah. jumping from raining to sunny to day, night to day. Huh. Maybe it is. We'll get to predictions later on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, did you, do you want some, okay, what are, what are the sections have you got down there, Ken? Oh, well, oh, you had written here, so heading for me. Can we talk about... How did Jack know, you know, after Claire was discovered? Yeah. And he said, your baby's normal, it's kicking. How did he know that? Oh, he's a doctor. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he could tell just from looking at But he didn't, he, yeah, he didn't, he didn't check <laughs> anything. He just... Uh, don't worry about Jack, he's the best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's all right. He's pretty much <laughs> That's probably a legitimate question, though. And can I also talk about, again, I probably need to know, with the Japanese guys on the plane? The Korean guys. Not oh, Korean guys. Okay. <laughs> no, had, to be fair, they didn't say Why would they episode. not be on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just... <laughs> so we can assume everyone there was on the plane. Yes, they were on the plane. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, but yeah, we, we had subtitles this episode, so yeah. which was lucky. Some... <laughs> We've had some issues with the Netflix account, no. or they haven't had oh, subtitles okay. before, and um, so lucky we could actually understand what they were saying this episode. <laughs> right. um, Carry I've, on. Do have any? Can we talk about? Yeah. Uh, so after Charlie meets the girl at the pub, and she's like, "Takes him home for tea." Lucy. Lucy, thank you, Ken. Uh, why does he hang around for like a couple of weeks after having just met this woman at the pub? What's he doing? He said he likes her. Yeah, but. I'm sure you meet people at the pub and go home whatever you like them. You don't stay with them for the rest of your life. He wasn't living there. 
He was there for like no, he was visiting her. And often. then she invited him back for dinner, and and he was the most the... impressive person I've ever had for dinner. <laughs> okay, that's answered. Um, so the attack on uh, what was his name Scott? Also, what? How is he the most impressive person? <laughs> He's not the most impressive person on the island. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the attack uh, on Scott comes from the sea. Or was it Steve? No. <laughs> so anyway, the first night that they don't give Claire to Ethan, Ethan does kill one of them. He breaches their perimeter that they've set up by coming from the sea. Right. Just to set up oh, what yeah. Manu's about to say. So, and that was poor old Scott. So, yeah. So we assume Ethan then has a boat. Yeah, that was my question, was how the hell did he come in from the sea? Because they were like, he came in from out there, and there was just like rugged waves <laughs> in a rock reef. So he must have a boat. So nah, if he's got a boat, leave the I, island. No, I pictured, him, to I pictured him like swimming in and like hoffing it. <laughs> James Bond style. Yeah, James Bond style. <laughs> okay, maybe. Murdering someone, swimming back out again. Okay. And they were all like, oh, it was so obvious. Why didn't we go to the sea? <laughs> uh, they were all my, can we talk about So do you have any? Uh... Just, Ken, you know when the Korean guy and Charlie are walking through the forest and he goes, shh, and you hear this like... Like a magic boomerang. And it turns out it was Ethan winding up a rock to throw at him? Yeah. Is that the sound that that would make? I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Did we say that it was a rock? I wonder what it was. I thought it must have been some sort of sling. No, he, yeah, because he had a sling and he, he slung shot a oh, rock okay. at him. Yeah, all that, yeah, okay. But that, like, that would be a sling with a rock in it. Ethan's bested Jack physically, surely he could. Have been. <laughs> Jack? He's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Winners and losers? Should we do that? Yeah. Um, I, had, I had a couple. Okay, I feel like the writers at this point are just picking on Boone. Yeah. Did you? We, we had to point out Boone. Oh, sorry, I can't remember which Yeah, exactly. Boone. Every time Boone came on screen, Ken, Ken went, who's that? That's Charlie, right? <laughs> who's this guy? No, which one was Boone that? Is the, okay, Boone is the one that... Um, he, He's John Locke's so, laptop. <clears throat> they're talking about setting up the perimeter, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll talk to some of, the, you know, some of the extras or whatever. We'll get them to take shifts. This is Saeed and Locke. And Boone goes, I'll take a shift. And Saeed and Locke look at each other and go... Really? Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, that guy. Yep. Okay. And then when he is on shift, he falls asleep, and then gets like almost F- physically almost by killed Vincent. by Vincent, the dog. By the dog. Yeah. Did you notice that they were making Boone out to be a bit of an idiot? Yes, exactly. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I fe- so he's definitely a loser. Yeah. But I feel sorry for him. But Pro Boone's always a loser, though, is he? By yes. The yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. But for no reason, really. Uh, I had drive shaft as a loser. No, as a winner. Okay. It gets another forceful entry uh, back into the show and into popularity. Yeah, drive shaft made a big comeback. Well, by being played on the jukebox, perhaps? Yeah. Exactly. Ken. Ah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, also by breaking up. Bit of a... Yeah, but they'd already broken up. Yeah, true. Uh, and my only loser was Scott, although he was who kind died. of... Who, who got killed. But he was kind of a winner because he was one of the only extras to get named and ha- have something significant happen to him. That's true. Um, being actor, killed off the actor who played Scott I guess yeah. is the winner Ken did you have any winners and losers for this week no uh, we've talked about well, I thought oh, see I didn't know the best I thought Locke was a bit of a winner because he sort of oh stop yeah. going on about Locke <laughs> oh, well, showed a bit, <laughs> bit of a lead, and is there a bit of a leadership conflict going down between Locke and Jack yeah. very perceptive Ken yeah yeah, yeah yeah no I thought Locke so came, he's the winner he any, came out on top as far as I was concerned he knew how to handle those weapons <laughs> sure did from his vantage point in a wheelchair. In fact, that was a good line when um, Sawyer said to him, where'd you get your hardware, Hoss? Yes. No, he said that to Jack. Was that to Jack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So 
yeah. this we're going to transition into soy insult of the week. Yeah. I think okay. that was, yep. was that? No, that wasn't. That was. Can you I thought that was a cool us? line. Can, it wasn't can you insult. explain it to us? We didn't. We didn't pick up on. Can that you give reference. us some context? Well, the, yeah, Hoss. You see, you young ones, wouldn't it? It's Hoss Cartwright out of the Bonanza, the ni- great nineteen sixties cowboy television show. Bonanza. <laughs> I, I, know, I know of Bonanza. Hoss yeah. Cartwright was one of the Cartwright boys. Okay. Was, so that's not it was an insult. It's a compliment. He was a fine gunslinger. Where'd you get your hardware, Hoss? Sawyer is like can we call, a treasure trove of references, eh? Yeah, can we call Ken every week in New Zealand and just be like, here's what Sawyer said, can you yeah. explain it? I, I feel like Sawyer is just a conduit for the writers to make references, because yeah. all he says is either an insult or an insult reference. Yeah. yeah, but you see, I put that under insults, but I thought it was a bit of a compliment, you see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sawyer yeah. compliment of the week. He might, have, <laughs> he might have thought it was an insult, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, so apart, apart from that, did you have any sort of insults? I think he said one other thing. Insulting. He said something like, Scott drew the short straw or something. He, no, he also called Scott Steve. Oh, yeah. Possibly on purpose as so an did, insult. So did Hurley. <laughs> After he just died. <laughs> uh, have you got any trivial? I do have some trivial. Do you want to hear the trivial of the week, Ken? Yep. Um, Oh, the first Do you want bit me to tri- fill again? The first bit of trivial. Just filling while Tom reads. <clears throat> the first bit of trivial <laughs> is that, I don't know if you guys, Manu picked up on this, I don't know if Ken did, but they do mention that Lucy's dad is out of town buying a paper company in Slough, and the writers admit that that's a reference to The Office. Oh, I didn't pick that up. 2001 hit BBC comedy. Okay, it's a reference, but why? Like, what's, what does that add to the show? Well, because she's British, so obviously she's, she's got some connection to the office. <laughs> well, when was this? Okay, okay, do you want, okay. Another, do you want a bit, bit of hardcore trivial? Yep. Yeah. The, the photocopier model uh, that Charlie sells and then spews up all over. Jesus, Tom. Is model number 815, uh, the same as the flight number of the ship, the plane that crashed on the island. Okay. Manu in his face just went, you totally turned this around. <laughs> you are the best. Uh, this is you not the, the first best. reference to... <laughs> yeah, and you still didn't pick up on it, did you? Uh, I still don't think it's significant. Um, I felt like I had some other trivia, but no, that'll have to do at the moment. Okay. Well, I've just got a uh, prediction. Anyone else? What's your, what's no, your, no, sorry, got... can I, you, I'm just looking at the headings I was given here. Uh-huh. What have you got under Hurley Watch? He didn't, I've got a good one under Hurley. He Watch. didn't feature a lot other than he, he supervised um, Steve's funeral, didn't he? He did. Was he, he some sort of eulogy, yeah. Was right. he some sort of mate of Steve? Right. Or? No. Scott, Scott's funeral. <laughs> I mean, Scott's Even funeral. Even we don't know what his name is. <laughs> but he, no, that's, well, like the Hurley, I wrote down because he said that. You're a great guy or something, even though I called you Steve. <laughs> didn't he? He said he did, that. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's yeah. a good Hurley watch. Do you know how yeah. I had a good but, one? Sorry, as well? just on that, I've asked why was he in charge of the funeral? <laughs> that's a good question. Was because he's the heart of the show. I he think. Is the... Was Hurley his best mate? Can no, we just. I don't think okay, we've spoken. Right. I thought yeah. it might have been reason why he was. No, there's. Scott and Steve are two random extras that got named several episodes ago, and now so since then they've Basically, been... the producers would have said, Hurley, you're in charge of those extras. It's an just, ongoing yeah. joke that they occasionally get named now, and one of them got killed off. Which I think is maybe the writers acknowledging the fact that they don't assign yeah, personalities to the extras. Yeah, yeah, but I wondered why Hurley was particularly doing the eulogy. Uh, I think because he had nothing else to do with the episode. <laughs> okay. They didn't right. give him a gun. Um, maybe I'm like, trying to... I've been was... reading too much into this. He was the one main character that they didn't give a gun to, pretty much, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, the one main man. All the women were obviously passed over. Well, Kate got one. Oh, yeah, she did, actually. Just son? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have given one to... I guess you couldn't explain what was going on with um, Jim. Anyway, let's... Anyway, can we backtrack to winners and losers? Because I... 
wanted yep. to say that I had winners if under the winners category. I had Charlie. Yeah, just because you kind of felt like you could see a, like a human side to him. He's got a friend now as well, even if he tricked her into being which one, Charlie? To be his oh, Kate. <laughs> oh, not Kate. Claire. Claire. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean the backstory. You know, yeah. he he was he's a bit of a loose heroin addict. Sure. Sure. But um, he really wants to turn himself around. He gets a photocopying job. Selling photocopies. Steals some silverware from his girlfriend's father. <laughs> yeah. Spears in the photocopier. Can we just say as well, yeah, so it's Winston Churchill's cigarette case? Or cigarette case, yeah. And anyway, he steals it. And I said, definitely take the stand that it was standing on as yeah. well. Otherwise, just on her mantelpiece, there's an empty stand. Yeah. yeah. Gonna Bit obvious. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought Charlie, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to do right with Lucy. And, he, and I felt like he actually liked Lucy. Did we believe Charlie in that moment? I did. So sometimes I'm just blown away by the acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so, on Charlie, no. this is a wee annoying thing. Go on. Okay. Is he really English? Because he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. Just else. Well, what, do you want? I, I don't thought, write I thought, down on your sheet, but American we've got a segment called Accent Watch. Yeah. Well, I, that, I was annoyed with the. Uh, I thought I thought he was an American trying to be English. No, so. he's Scottish. Okay. But I, do you think he was trying to be English, or do you think he's just talking with us? I don't know. No, I just thought pseudo accent. <laughs> <laughs> just miscellaneous. I think he is. Do you think he talks more Scottish than that in normal life? Don't know. Well, he did as Mary slash Pippin, which everyone he was more was. Scottish. No, he was like that. That was yeah. Just he the same he kind of talks like that yeah. in, in Lord of the Rings as well. Oh, okay. Well, so he enough. checks out an accent watch. Um, Should get Bamboo Chan to look it up. But basically, what about chilling. what about the other English guy? He definitely checks out. <laughs> I couldn't understand a word. He was the Cockney saying. guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought for a start he was again American being Cockney, but he was Cockney. Man, we should get Ken on. No, no, he was Cockney. Every. We no, should. I, he definitely was. I was yeah, so checking. He checks out as well. Yeah. But what I'm saying Sorry, about can I just the... say on him mm-hmm. under Fashion Watch if we can jump to that? Yeah, yes. sure. Those Please. leather jackets were awesome. Those <laughs> East London what, leather jackets. Yeah. How far back do you think that? Do you think that was back to the 90s or they look like? So the show came out in 2004. So it wasn't a flashback to the 70s. Okay. The leather jackets looked like that. So the show <laughs> came out in two thousand and five. It would have been stolen. It was Def- definitely stolen. He, I had him under leather under leather what, fashion report. What was his role? Did he just sell stuff that Charlie stole and then bought him drugs? Is that a job? I guess so. Yeah. Is that an occupation? <laughs> Since I've segued into fashion report, yes. um, is Charlie wearing check slippers? <laughs> He's wearing the, vans, the, yeah. the popular van check of the day of 2004. Yeah. And he keeps those on every week. Yeah, even though they're in disgusting. In the mud and the rain. And the, oh, okay. they, did you see them? They look noticeable. I thought they were slippers. Well, yeah. They look like slippers. Because they've worn down so much because he yeah. wears them every day. But what I was saying about Charlie's. An, an odd moment of continuity. Can I shout out last? <laughs> can I get to Charlie's acting prowess? Yeah. Um, when he takes the. Okay, the, I'll set the scene. Him and Lucy are in the room. At, their, at Lucy's house and he's getting ready to go to his big job as a photocopier salesman yeah. and he's wearing Sweetie. a suit yeah. and she gives him a briefcase and she goes oh, I'll just grab something else in that moment he steals the Winston Churchill's cigarette case and then she comes back out and she goes have you got everything you need and he just does a micro glance down at where the empty cigarette case was and goes oh, did. Yeah. yep amazing amazing acting brilliant Money, brilliant did acting did you catch, catch that what else have you got mate <laughs> Um, yeah, also, okay, I, I don't want to talk too much about Charlie, but I'm going to. So, Charlie's quote here, when he comes back to Lucy after she finds out that he's stolen the cigarette case, he says to her, I just wanted you to think that I could take care of you. 
Didn't we? Is, wasn't it established, established that Lucy had just graduated from Oxford with a law yeah. degree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was Charlie, I'd be like, don't steal anything. Just stay in a relationship with her. Yeah. Well, she's just the casual Oxford uh, graduate who's just waiting for a, a man to come into her life and be a, a and recovering be, heroine. Yeah, and happy. provide for her as a photocopy of <laughs> All right. Yes. Good point. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good point. <laughs> What, have, what else? Has anyone got anything uh, else? Ken's got more segments. Go on, Ken. We, well, I think we had, can we talk about? We, yeah. We've done that. Yeah. Winners and losers. Fashion report. Did you have any money? We've had the... Uh, I didn't notice I anything I had the drive shaft ring. Yeah. Ken had the jacket slippers. I didn't notice anything this week. And the leather jackets. I leather jackets. Stolen great leather jackets. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, can what? I just have a wee bit on, I had under miscellaneous um, mm. annoying features. Is that one of you? <laughs> the credits. It's like... The credits kept rolling. Well, I reckon we were nearly halfway into the program. That's true. They yeah. don't do that in TV shows anymore, do they? They no. used to be. It was just that was a little bit annoying. But I did yeah. notice that the producer—I don't know if this is relevant—is Leonard Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, whether that's relevant to the, to the yeah, theme. that's relevant. <laughs> it's the most relevant scene because Leonard right. Dick's name came up at about <laughs> quarter of a way through the program. Yeah, <laughs> it might mean, it, I think that could mean something in my predictions. What, what other segments have you got there, Ken? We just need to. So we've done. Okay, yeah, yeah, we've done. Psych of the week. Winners and losers. Do you have any other? You don't have any other miscellaneous notes that you took down. What so we, we, we were here with a few other viewers, and there was several <laughs> continuity errors that were pointed out that we yeah. overlooked. In terms of scars on faces. I think we're just used to it, though. Yes, we're, we're, yeah. I feel like by this yeah, by this stage, we're pretty numb to it, so we don't pick up on any of this. You don't stuff. pick up on the continuity. Yeah, I think Claire was being carried on... Different sides. There were different scars sides, on different, different sides different of shots. faces. Was, yeah, Black eyes on different eyes. And did they eyes. get that dramatic orchestration before, obviously, the ad breaks? Did they get that from an Alfred Hitchcock movie or something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Very dramatic music, yeah. but that's, that's... Even when nothing's happening. Yeah. Uh, Ken, do you want to give us a prediction? Well, I think Claire's going to have a baby. Yep. <laughs> so that's, um, that's a given. I also think more guns are going to be found because these guns just keep appearing. Do they? Yeah. I actually... But my overall prediction is okay. I think this is probably, I don't know, is this, are the parallels with Lord of the Flies here? Yeah. I think we're going to get two distinct groups split here. One group will leave and one group will stay. Set up a colony... And set up a civilization. Manu, that may be the best prediction we've had on this podcast so far. Well, but essentially that's already happened when they split to the But cave. he doesn't even know no, that. No, I know. Because he didn't see... It's exactly oh, no, right. This seen... is easily the best I just prediction. Assumed, <laughs> I just assumed Ethan had just gone off on his own. Has he got a whole group of them? We don't, well, we don't know. Manu, oh. do you want to hit us with a prediction? No, I think Ken's was... I'll just do my... Well, no, next week. So, you, so you don't you have... Are, what, or you're worried that it's going to look really rubbish now. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's going to be rubbish. I'm sorry if my predictions <laughs> upstage your prediction. <laughs> it has did all you, of them. You, you don't have to. No, I've got it, but I'll just say it next I've got week. it. <laughs> Fine. Um, so. You're with friends, money. We won't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you've seen uh, the TV show Stranger Things. I've watched the first few episodes. Oh, yeah, we watched it together. I don't know if you can <laughs> you spoil do. this stuff. What do you mean? Because I don't want, I don't want any spoilers. I don't well, no. Uh, no. Oh, no, okay, I don't care. Just go for it. So, Stranger Things is a great Netflix show that we should probably be doing a podcast about instead of this awful Netflix show. Can Ken gets it on their New Zealand Netflix? Yeah, definitely, because yeah, it's a Netflix original. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows how to use it. Okay, 
Anyway, so in Stranger Things, they talk about, and Tom, you'll love this because it's about science. Um, if there were, if there was a rip in the fabric of one dimension to link to another dimension, many worlds theory. Look it up later, Tom. You it's want. actually three dimensions. Anyway. There's actually four dimensions in the current. Yeah, 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 all of that. So if there was a rip in one of them. Yeah, all of that, and that linked through to a different dimension. Strange geographical and other things would start happening, like like. In this show, the compasses don't point to true north, north anymore. The tide comes in. People's feet are swelling, as we've covered. Oh. Uh, so potentially what has happened is there's been a rip in the dimensions and we've gone through to a different one. Uh, and now that's where Lost exists in this other dimension where things oh, are slightly hey, off. Ooh, do, 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 that's quite huh? cerebral. Was that good science, Tom? Yeah, all right. Uh, equally Except. good predictions this week. <laughs> but with some... Um, Swelling feet, Charlie. <laughs> was that the one that he picked up? Charlie would need to get new slippers, wouldn't he? <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank, thanks for being on, Ken. Thanks, Ken. Thank you, team. We'll call you in. We'll ring you in for a future episode, maybe the finale of season six. <laughs> I better watch the previous episodes. <laughs> yeah, you've got a bit of catching up. All right. Cheers, guys.